Say goodbye to your credit card rewards. Greedy corporate mega stores, led by Walmart and Target, are pushing for a law in Congress to take away your hard-earned cash back and travel points to line their pockets. The Durbin Marshall Credit Card Bill would enact harmful credit card routing mandates that would end credit card rewards as we know it. If you love your credit card rewards, tell your lawmakers, hands off my rewards. Tell them to oppose the Durbin Marshall Credit Card Bill. What's up? Welcome to Build Your Tribe. Today, I'm going to share with you some really important phrases that I want you to write them down. I want you to put them in your notes. I want you to store them in a Word doc or a Google doc or in the notes on your phone. I want you to put them to practice immediately. These are words. If you don't love selling, if you love helping people though, and you know that one of the challenges in getting people to take action is helping them to understand that you're not telling them what to do. You're trying to lead them in the right direction. If that's you, if you don't love selling, but you do pride yourself on wanting to help improve people's lives, right? Because that's basically what marketing is. Selling or sales, in my opinion, is when you're trying to talk somebody into something that may or may not help them because you're trying to make a buck. I like to think of what I do as serving. I'm not going to talk you into doing something that I don't think is in your best interest. I also don't want to tell you what to do because then you're not going to do it. So these are phrases that I look at whenever I'm creating marketing or whenever I'm trying to encourage people to take an action that I know is going to improve their lives. These are the words that I will use in my videos. These are the words that I use in infomercials. These are the words that I use in conversations with my kids, with my friends, with anyone where I'm trying to help them improve something or change their mind or try something or take action. And I know, kind of like a hostage negotiator, that other people want to feel like they're in control. And that's really important. No one wants to be told what to do. These phrases will help. All right. The first phrase is, would you be open to the idea of, or would you be open-minded to this? Now, the reason why that phrase really works is because whatever comes next People have already decided that they want to say yes, because what do we all want to be? We all want to be open-minded. Nobody wants to be thought of as closed-minded. So that's just a really good way to put people in the right frame of mind where they're like, okay, I'm not going to be defensive. I'm not going to be closed-minded. No matter what comes next, I'm going to be open-minded to it. Number two is very much along those lines. And I will often use this type of question or phrase when I'm really like, I've laid everything out and I can tell the person is still kind of thinking about it. And what it does is it allows people to make a decision about how they define themselves, how they think of themselves. And here's the phrase. It is, there are two types of people. A, negative example. B, positive example. So I might say, There are two types of people. There are the people who just listen to podcasts and they never implement. And then there are the types who listen to podcasts. They take notes. They then share what they've learned on their Instagram stories and they begin to teach it to others and they understand it. Those are the action takers, which are you, right? And so it's pretty obvious which one you want to be. Then when you set things up that way, it makes it much easier for the person who you're trying to persuade to realize they have choice and they're not being told what to do. They're choosing the better option. And the first option doesn't even always have to be that negative. 
In fact, you might just say that there are two types of people in an effort to allow people to make the right choice for them. For example, and this is one that I use a lot, when we are offering the Marketing Impact Academy, we offer payment plans. Now, I want people to do what works best for them. If someone would rather stretch those payments out over the course of several months, or right now we're allowing people to stretch them out over the course of a year, they can do that, especially if they need to. However, I want people to know that there are two types of people. And the first type of person is someone who wants to spread the payments out, right? The second type of individual wants to pay it all up front in one lump sum because they know that's going to keep them accountable because that gives them an all-in kind of mindset. They're like, this is big. It's a little bit painful. And because of that, I'm making a decision to go all in. Now, in that example, I'm not suggesting that someone who wants to make payments, that that's the negative. It's not. But what I am doing is allowing our customer to decide which of those two options better serves them. And they shouldn't just be looking at this from, okay, do I want to pay all my money up front or do I want to stretch it out? Because who wouldn't want to hang on to their money, right? Like, of course, I would want to make payments if I could. And unless you understand there's actually a benefit to making the investment in full. My number three phrase is if, fill in the blank, then, fill in the blank. And it's usually if you want this particular result, then take this particular action. Or you can say, if you don't do this, fill in the blank, then you would describe some type of loss or pain point. Okay, so an example. If you don't subscribe to the show, then you won't know when new episodes are released because sometimes we don't just release them on Thursdays or Tuesdays, etc. It's probably important to mention that the later example might even be a more persuasive version to use because what we know statistically, studies show people are more likely to take action not because of potential gain, but they're likely to take action for fear of loss or fear of pain. In other words, we are more motivated to avoid something that would be uncomfortable than we are to take action because we're going to gain something. The number four phrase I suggest that you use is, I'm not sure if this is for you. You've probably seen people use that phrase in Instagram posts. I've been seeing it a lot lately. People will say, I'm not sure who needs to hear this. You've seen that caption, right? And what do you want to do? You want to read it and decide for yourself if it was you that needed to hear it or see it. There's something about that phrase that's disarming. There's something about that phrase that makes you curious. It makes you want to say, yeah, I'll decide for myself if this is for me. There's something about that phrase that makes us trust the person who said it because we know they're saying right up front, hey, I'm not trying to sell you. I don't even know if this is right for you. So it's a great phrase to use, especially in videos, in written sales form. It just, it's a softer way of allowing people to sit in the driver's seat and to be in control of if in fact something is for them. It makes them pay attention. Blank shouldn't be so blank. In other words, this phrase demonstrates empathy. Let's say, for example, that I sell an organic, no preservatives, no toxic ingredients wine, a wine that's zero carbs, 
very low in sugar, almost zero sugar, lower in alcohol. So a healthier wine. It's the first one that came to mind because I got a delivery just before I started recording this podcast. And if you've never tried dry farm wines, I'll put a link in the show notes because trust me, if you're a wine drinker, or I should say this, if you're not a wine drinker, because like me, it always gave you a hangover or a headache or it just, I don't know. I always felt like crap the next day or even like an hour after I drank it. So I was not a wine drinker until I tried dry farm wines. Anyways, I am also an affiliate for them. This is just all coincidental, I swear to you. I did not plan this, but they just delivered our monthly delivery, which P.S. is not lasting as long during this pandemic because both my kids are home and they actually like it too. Okay, so anyways, there's a link in the show notes for Dry Farm Wines. But it's a great wine. It's a great company. And, you know, if I'm thinking about how I would position that with somebody who like me, experience headaches or hangovers, you want to have empathy. You want to say, so drinking wine shouldn't give you a hangover or drinking wine should be a healthier experience. (laughs) Like that's the reason why I discovered their wines because whenever I would drink wine in the past, even just a glass, I would always feel hungover the next day. So people were like, do you want a glass of wine? I'm like, no, I don't like wine. I didn't like wine until I heard them talking about Dry Farm Wines on another podcast I listened to Dave Asprey's podcast. And so I decided to try it. So that's not some of their marketing, but like that's how I would market their wine. Or that's something that I would say that expresses empathy to my audience. Or I might say, let me give you another example. Losing weight shouldn't be so complicated. Getting in shape shouldn't be such an inconvenience. You're telling people what it is they want shouldn't be what it is they're experiencing. Starting a business shouldn't be so complicated. Feeding your family shouldn't be so expensive. Giving a speech shouldn't be so scary. Planning a wedding shouldn't break the budget. Number six, the phrase, I was once there too, or I was once in your shoes, or even I know what that feels like. They're all kind of the same sentiment. And what they do is they convey to your listener that you were in the exact same position they are in right now. I was there once too. And it's really important to follow that up with specific evidence. So if I were to say, I know what it feels like to be in debt. I was once there too. You go, hmm, really? Does that person really understand what it means to be in debt? So you might share, yeah, I had $10,000 in credit card debt or I had $200,000 in student loan debt. Like that's a real number. Share specifics. Be as emotional and as detailed and specific as possible because that builds trust. It builds an emotional bond with your listener when they see themselves in you. When we want to persuade someone to do something that we know is in their best interest, it really helps if they can see you as someone who's been there, someone who truly understands. In much the same way it's difficult to take parenting advice from someone who's never had kids, it's much easier to see someone as an expert who's been there. Let's face it, the product or service or offer that you're putting out there to the world, it likely solves a problem. The way we build trust with our listeners is by letting them know, like, I had this problem and I solved it. 
And it starts with, I was once there too, and then give them specifics. Which leads me to my number seven phrase, which is imagine. What you're asking your listener to do is to take themselves out of your story and put themselves back into their own lives, their own story. If I were to say, I had 30 pounds to lose, and today I'm happily in a size four or whatever size it is, whatever. If I say that, you're looking at me, you know, I'm talking about myself, so it's hard to put you or it's hard for the listener to put themselves in that position. But if I use the phrase, imagine, imagine what it would feel like. Consumers buy feelings. They don't buy things. We don't buy a car because of the way it drives necessarily. We buy a particular car because of the way it makes us feel about ourselves. We want to lose weight for most people, because of the way it makes us feel. We want to start a business to make more money because of the way it will make us feel. So when you use the phrase imagine, you want to ask the listener to imagine what it would feel like to have that problem solved. Imagine what that transformation would feel like. This is about the potential, and it's really important that you use this phrase because most people have the mindset that they don't believe they deserve something, they don't believe it's possible, but if you ask someone to imagine it, then in their mind's eye, they begin to believe it's possible because if you can imagine it, then it's got to be possible. That one phrase overcomes, even if just for a moment, any obstacle they have with regard to mindset. Number eight is any phrase where you're using the word now. There are so many things that compete for our attention. Most purchases are made online. Think about the sheer number of distractions that are on our phone in any given moment. I mean, you can be adding things to your shopping cart, thinking about buying something, thinking about making the decision to invest in something. And then you get a text message from your kid or a notification that your favorite person is going live on Instagram. Whatever the distraction, we have to immediately make a decision. Can this wait? Do I need to look at this right now? And frankly, it is more difficult to hold and maintain a person's attention to get them to follow through, to complete the order and to process it than anything else in the world right now because there's so many things fighting for our attention. So you're doing this person a great service by telling them they need to do this now. Phrases which will help you to convey that are, the time is now. If you're serious about this, take action right now. If you're ready to work with me, text the number below now. This is a limited time offer, so act now. Only the first 100 people will receive this offer. So click start now. And you're doing your customer a favor when you use that phrase, because if you don't, they are likely to have to go through the whole process of evaluating what it is you're offering and how much it costs and reviewing it again. Like you're just saving someone time when you tell them to do it right now. A perfect example of that is this morning, earlier today. For some reason during this whole pandemic, our steak knives are like, I don't know where they're going. No one's going anywhere. But every night we have fewer and fewer steak knives. We had eight, and now we're down to two. I don't know where the steak knives are going. And we have a particular knife set. It's called Cutco. No, I don't have a discount code. No, I don't 
have anything for you that gives you a discount, but I'm telling you, they are amazing knives. And I sold them in college. That's what I did door to door. I sold Cutco knives. It's a marketing company called Vector. And I think they target college age kids. And I got targeted and I sold knives door to door and I did very well because I freaking believe in these knives. I'm 51 years old and I still freaking love these knives. I still have these knives. But I bought a new set when we moved into our beach house. I bought a new set and I bought the white ones. They have got like a pearl handle. These are amazing knives. I'm not even joking. I should have signed up to be an affiliate before I recorded this podcast. But this morning I'm like, all right, I've had enough. I don't know where our knives are. I don't know if someone's breaking in and stealing like the left sock and then a knife every night. But we have two steak knives left. Actually, earlier this week, I went on their website and I was going to buy replacement knives. Well, I went on this morning and they were freaking sold out. And I was kind of mad. I'm like, you know what? When I went there last week, if it said only two left or order now, low on stock, I would have done it. I thought I had time. And now I have to wait because they're made in the USA. And it's probably I'm sure it all relates to this pandemic. But for the love, because I had to wait because I didn't order now. Now I will go an additional who knows how many weeks before I get my replacement steak knives. My ninth and final phrase I'd like to share with you today is here's what you're going to do next. People freaking love that. It makes them pay attention. They're like, oh, here comes a step. I'm going to be walked through it. And I really believe this has made such a huge difference in our conversions on any sale. And it's I walk people through their next steps in such explicit detail, you cannot even imagine. I will say, all right, you'll see below me, there's a green button. You're going to click that button. When you do, another page is going to open up. There, you'll enter your information, including your very best email address, because that's where I'm going to send your fill in the blank. I literally will walk them through the process. I won't just say, click the button below. I mean, There are some offers where I'll say that, but the larger the offer, the more important the opportunity to hang on to this person's attention, have them complete the process, the more specific and more detailed I am in their next steps. People love to be told exactly what's going to happen next. I will then say, after you do that, then check your inbox and don't forget to check your spam folder just in case the email lands there, but check your inbox Then you'll click the link, set up your account, and start immediately. There's about 20 other phrases that I use kind of interchangeably with many of these, but those are the most important ones. And I have them listed on my phone in a note because if I'm selling, whether it's on Instagram or in an infomercial, email, sales page, etc., especially when I'm being conversational, these are really important phrases. These are persuasive phrases. And Frankly, that's what we're doing. You know, this isn't about selling. It's about getting people to take action, action that we know is going to improve their lives, action that could help them. Using these phrases will allow you to be more influential. Now, if you're open-minded to this, I would love for you to just take a moment, like right now, right now, to open up whatever app you're listening to this on and write a review for the show. Now, if you've already done that, thank you in advance. Another thing you could do that would really help the show is to open up Spotify and subscribe to Build Your Tribe on Spotify. Now, there's two types of people. 
the person who listens and thinks to themselves, yeah, I should do that later. And then there's the type of person who really expresses gratitude and you live your life with gratitude and you're going to take the time right now to write that review because you know how much it helps the show. And I know you're busy and I know iTunes doesn't make it really simple for you to review shows. I know I've been there. I've tried to figure that out myself, but it's pretty simple. You just click on the star rating. iTunes will pop it up and say, do you want to leave a review? And I just want to let you know that it shouldn't be so difficult to do that, but it really does mean the world to us when you do. And imagine how cool it would be if the next time you listen to Build Your Tribe, you heard your review being featured. How cool would that be? All right, so here's what you do next. Go back to the show page, click on reviews, and leave a five-star review. All right, you've probably figured out I just used a whole bunch of those phrases. Anyways, I don't know who needed to hear this, but I really do appreciate you. Thank you so much for listening. It was my goal to be brief, to be bright, to make it fun and then be done. Y'all, we're done. This episode has been brought to you by Push Journal. If you're the type of individual who loves to make lists, keep yourself on task, get organized, and they're just don't seem to be enough hours in the day. This is a convenient, lightweight, simple to use 30 day system. This is not just a day planner. And learn how you can get your health, fitness, life and goals organized and develop the laser focus you need to have the life that you deserve. Check it out. Go to pushjournal.com.